catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Smile, guys. Smile. It's a wonderful day. Whenever it feels like you're in the middle of anything, whenever it feels like a joke, whenever it feels like you're sinking, you're losing breath, keep going. Nothing will work unless you do keep moving welcome to tony's tech side i live stream on www.africatechradio.com every weekday from 9 a.m west african time till midday wherever you're listening from like comment share we'll learn a tech word here in this episode we dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then i'll be sharing the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting africa to keep you informed you can share your stories with the rest of us on whatsapp text or send me a voice note on 0913-558-1766 please add plus 234 if you're texting from outside nigeria as i live stream today the 243rd day of 2023 there are 122 days left in the year from this particular day the 31st the 31st of august and digging deep into the rubbles of history in 1981 142 years ago emmanuel goldberg was born the inventor of you know Things like micro dots, the Kinemo movie camera, and the Contax 35 millimeter camera. He died on the 13th of September 1970 when he was 89 years. Digging deeper in 1897, 126 years from the year 2023, Thomas Edison, yes, gets his patent for the kinetoscope. It's a motion picture viewer. And then further on, in the year 1995 and that's like 28 years ago the game need for speed yes was released for pc yeah yep for pc and still uh 25 years ago in 1998 the learning company uh announced the completion of its merger with uh, broader bond software and then later on in 1999 which is 24 years from today nvidia introduced the gpu and the geforce and then finally in the year 2004 aldus the company that created PageMaker, considered the world's first desktop publishing application merged with adobe 2004 mm-hmm. and the company you know adobe is like the company that created postscripts mm-hmm. and was the page description language that powered many early laser printers the combination of PageMaker running on Apple's Mac, the Macintosh, and printing to the Apple's PostScript-powered laser um, writer sparked the desktop publishing revolution in the 1980s. If you actually remember, if you're in, you know, like, like sub-Saharan Africa, uh, there was a time when we had like that desktop publishing revolution rush where everyone was learning desktop publishing packages, desktop publishing pack. That's the only thing. If you like, oh, I, 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 some people would even go to the extent of saying, oh, I, I know computers. Like I know computers because, you know, I have the basic desktop publishing skills. Then we used to put it in our CVs and brag about it and say, oh, come on, I, I know this thing. Um, so that revolution started in the 1980s with, you know, what the Aldos and Adobe and the Apple Macintosh, like the whole combination of that, the 1980s. Boom.
boom. So if you think in the 1990s that you were on top of the world with desktop publishing, well, it actually had gone like a decade before you actually jumped onto it. And I still actually see people do that, but it's not exactly, it didn't have the same kind of sugar rush kind of energy as at the time when we're actually all about it. Our word for today, the word for today is AI. AI, artificial intelligence. So it's a set of technologies. Remember, artificial intelligence technologies. Never say AI technology, it's technologies because it's a set of technologies that come together and enable computers to perform a variety of advanced functions, including the ability to see, to understand, and to translate spoken and written language, to analyze data and make recommendations, and even more. And as a field of study, AI is a field of science that's concerned with building computers and machines that can reason, learn, and act in such a way that would normally require human intelligence or that involves data whose skill exceeds what humans can analyze. And this is according to one of those who are actually building AI technologies across the world, Google. Yes, that is how they you know, define AI. AI is a very broad field that encompasses many different disciplines, computer science, data analytics, and statistics, hardware and software engineering, linguistics. Yes, very important because we talk about computer-generated language. I know my sister who is <laughs> studying for her, her master's in linguistics and English, English, you know, came home one day and was like, oh, so turn just like this computer generator. I'm like, yeah, I've heard of that, but what, why, what, what does it have to do with you? You're starting English. And she's like, oh, yes. So my thesis is going to be, I'm like, oh, you're going to write your thesis on computer generated language. I'm like, are you serious about that? But yes, so linguistics is also one of the, one of the fields or disciplines, you know, that is a part of AI as a broad field. Neuroscience also is one of those fields. Philosophy and psychology um, are also one of the fields. These are just a couple of the fields that have been identified now as the disciplines that make up that field known as the AI, if we're talking about AI as a field of study. And on an operational level for business users, AI is a set of technologies that are based primarily on machine learning and deep learning. It's used for data analytics, predictions, and forecasting object categorization natural language processing recommendations intelligent data retrieval and more and some of the use cases very popular use cases for ai that you've most likely seen around you is speech recognition yes so anything that can automatically convert spoken speech into written text I know if you go on your keypad, maybe most keypads, most of the keypads, you see the microphone sound. You tap on it. When you tap the microphone sound, you say things and it can actually just, you know, drop it in text, right? So you're speaking and then it's writing or it's hearing you and it's searching in case you're like on the internet. So it just searches for whatever, you know, you voice, so voice search. So speech recognition is one way. Image recognition is another one. Anything that can identify and categorize various aspects of an image. Yeah, you, you upload an image somewhere and it can recognize certain features of the image and, you know, produce the same way you... So there's something where you can search for images, right? So you put an image of someone's face on the World Wide Web or the Internet, rather, and then it gives you, like, you know, it reproduces that person's face in different ways, 
on different pages where that face or something close to that face has been seen yep so and also translation that's another anytime you see these things you know it's ai in you know in at work so translation will be translate anything i can translate written or spoken words from one language to another yep that's uh you go on google and you go on google translate and you put senepa uh, in english and it says senepa and it gives you like the english version You're like yes yes and then you go and then you say oh i can speak french senepa whatever 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 so there's also predictive modeling this is when you can mine data to forecast specific outcomes with huge degrees of granularity so this happens when you can predict that it's going to rain tomorrow or next tomorrow yeah and you're not just predicting because you know you have one baba somewhere behind that says it's going to rain tomorrow but because you've you know you've mined the data you've structured the data in such a way that like the probability of it happening is really really high and then you can now forecast so when they say we're going to experience a drought um you know in social time when they say we'll have more rainfall like you know they've said in nigeria more rainfall in october or something it's it's really just artificial intelligence at work and then data analytics is also one thing finding pattern patterns and relationships in data for business intelligence to make business decisions um to be able to get um, more customers anything that informs your business you know decisions you know ai is ai at work and if you can scan networks for cyber attacks and threats autonomously right it's also going to be ai technologies at work one major thing that you should note is it's not just one technology at work it's a couple of a lot of technologies coming together under one name called ai to perform these particular these functions that you see and these wonderful things that you see the next time oh of course there are like you know some gray sides of it you know to ai and ai technologies but well just like every other technology we can relate because it's how we use it that it's going to turn out for us we strongly condemn all kinds of military coups across the continent no reason whatsoever to militarize any zone and we also strongly condemn all sorts of political coups very important both ways both of them are extremities well in gabon we woke up to a sad or rude shock on wednesday or thursday morning wednesday night slash thursday morning immediately after the elections were concluded in gabon and less than a day after declaring the coup in gabon the country's military officers have restored internet access good or not abi is it that these guys are just uh, i don't want to say that they these guys <laughs> well checks from netblocks that's a site dedicated to mapping internet freedom showed that connectivity had been largely restored and until recently the well now ousted president ali bongo led government order the nationwide restriction on the internet and this is not the only country that's done this this year already somalia um ethiopia i think has done that somalia about five or six countries so far that i have reported on this particular show you know at different times or different points in time have actually restricted the internet either close to an election during an election after an election or you know during crisis yeah during crisis 
and the restriction order prevented citizens from discussing the election and its potential outcome online. And upon the conclusion of the voting process for presidential and legislative positions, the government ordered network providers to cut off internet access. Yep. It was enforced on the weekend of the election um, where citizens were cut off, literally. And the military officers in the oil-producing state Gabon seized power on Wednesday night and placed the president who had been, you know, president since 2009, who recently just got declared by the state election body, the country's election body, you know, for winning a third term in office. We'll let that slide and move on to Nigeria, where the Electricity Regulatory Commission general manager or head, uh, Abdulkadir Shatima, has declared that customers with 40 meters, Nigeria, listen up, listen up, make some, no, don't say make some noise. Uh, okay, listen up, guys. If you have a 40 meter, you're eligible for prompt repair within two days. So you let them know within two days and you're not going to you know, be charged anything at all. Your, your meter, your 40 meter is going to be repaired and nothing at no cost. Yeah. Now, this is important because if at all your meter is faulty and you don't let them know within this particular time, two working days, then, uh, you know, that warranty might actually be off and the no cost might be off the table too. And if the the fault of the meter is caused by you, the customer, then I'm sorry, you have to actually be the one to cover the repair expenses. Furthermore, any balance on the old meter would be transferred to a new one if you get a new meter. And it's also important to note that, you know, the MD said that customers are required to grant access to their meters and facilitate the connection to discos. Failure to comply will result in disconnection. And customers also have a role to play in obliging the safeguarding of their meters and preventing unauthorized access. So don't go and say that someone else had access to it when you're supposed to protect it and when you're supposed to ensure that nobody that's supposed that's not supposed to have access to your meter, your electricity meter has access to it. Now, the big boys in the room, MTN, MTN Nigeria, still staying in Nigeria. They raised 125 billion naira via their Series 6 and 7 commercial paper notes to diversify their financing options. According to the statement by MTN Nigeria, the issuance of these commercial paper notes is in line with the strategy of MTN to diversify the sources of getting funds and reduce their average cost of debt. And they actually sought to raise just 100 billion naira. And, well, the offer recorded 146% subscription with 125 billion naira across both series. And this represents the largest aggregate commercial paper issuance within a calendar year by any corporation in Nigeria's debt capital markets. This is according to what MTN says. Of course, MTN is the big dog in the room. And they've been looking for ways to diversify. MTN generally, yeah, have been, MTN Africa have been looking for a way to diversify, you know, their sources of funding and revenue. And I know they are dealing, they are into um, fintech with Momo. They're in bed with MasterCard. Um, they are also doing a thing with insurance, insurtech, because telco kind of like is, you know, connect everything, you know, that has to do with someone's life right now, you know, and 
I think because they have the weights, because they have the name, and because they've been on the ground, like they're one of the first movers, most of the things, you know, that would happen, most of the weights that needs to be moved in that telco space, except for those who come in and want to, you know, innovate, right? That's the only way. But, you know, MTN, we still give it to MTN. And we hope that the rising cost inflation and the reducing you know, buying power of Nigerians, you know, do not put a further dent to the debt of MTN and to the revenue and the earnings of MTN. But for now, MTN can be classified as an DK in Nigeria. This is dedicating tennis hustle to Elon Musk. The hustle is real from introducing almost every new feature that every other social media app introduces on X, formerly known as Twitter, to converting Twitter to anything that sounds interesting to be, to converting Twitter to we're not sure what exactly Twitter should be, what it is right now, to making Twitter a rival to almost every other social media platform popular or not so popular and introducing all the features that we feel like yes these are the features that everybody oh mm, the hustle is real i feel your pain bro okay he's not my bro because he's one of the richest people in the world though but i can advise him right i can well x formerly known as twitter has lifted the ban on paid political adverts X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, lifted this ban on political uh, advertising um, on Tuesday. Now, this move, they say, come as the 2024 election campaign season in the United States kicks off. A blog post by X, you know, laid out its approach to political discourse as election nears. And before now, they had prohibited the promotion uh political adverts generally um and then they changed and said you know what you know for certain causes you know we're gonna tone it down a bit but then uh political advertising was banned in 2019 i had a 2020 u.s presidential vote or elections in u.s and we all know what happened with the elections in 2020 in the united states afterwards after like two three years we realized you know that all the rumors about some particular forces yeah determining you know the results of the election were kind of true yes so extra forces i will not mention names you can google and find what the forces that contributed to the results of the 2020 election in u.s you know yeah what you know those forces were and at that particular time the then ceo of twitter now known as x john jack dorsey jack jack the one everyone knows as jack you know said that political message reach should be earned and not bought well the person who he almost always agrees with which is elon musk the person who they sold out to maybe doesn't agree about this and political advertising on social media has become a contentious issue not just in the united states but then across the continent see gabon now restricted internet access especially for social media because social media kind of like has a role to play in elections same thing happening almost about four elections or five elections in the last two years that have happened on the continent of africa in fact nigeria's last three elections have had 
something to do with social media, right? And it, not just the elections, the fallout of elections, the kind of misinformation that happens during, before and after elections, all of that, you know, social media has a big role to play. But then what they're saying this time, you know, <laughs> X, I mean, Twitter needs money. And because they need money, they're opening up. You can, you know, you can pay, right? And then you can have your adverts, political adverts. But then we're going to prohibit, we're going to prohibit um, false information, misinformation, and hateful comments and whatnot. This decision will also affect South Africa. Because though Nigeria has had elections in 2023, the beginning, the early part of 2023, I think Q1 slash Q2, and a couple of countries have also had their elections, but South Africa's election is in 2024, almost at the same time, you know, that we're having the elections of, you know, the United States the same year. How will this affect South Africa? Um, you know, waiting with bated breath to see what will happen with what you know the current force and uh, the young people in south africa are currently doing with julius malema and the rest of them and we hope that social media plays a positive role in the elections coming up in south africa and we don't see what happened with russia and the u.s in the 2020 election happening in south africa Something that's really important that I note as I close up um, on this episode would be Google's Duet AI, the fact that it can help you write your emails or so they say. It's Gmail's new AI companion, which will be able to help you draft and customize your emails. And uh, it's part of a number of updates about this AI-powered companion, Duet AI, which is becoming generally available for workspace users adding them with various tasks across meetings, document, Google Chat, and more. Now, Google has said that Duet AI would enhance Gmail's existing smart reply feature by allowing you to draft longer and more personalized emails with a tap. I know right now the way it exists is if someone sends you an email, there's some very short, witty replies you can give, like, well-received, oh, thanks, uh, you know, things like that. But with Duet AI, um, what Google is saying that... You can now use your own words to draft an email message as it can understand the context from your previous emails in a thread to create replies that are relevant to the current conversation. You can also use the AI feature to make the tone of your drafted email sound more formal or elaborate on the draft by adding more detail to the message. And you can opt to decrease the length of your drafted email if you're looking for brevity. And also, Google added a fun, though likely not as helpful feature, which is the I am lucky feature. So this is a throwback to the Google button that will take you directly to the first search result when you type a query into the Google search box. In this case, however, the I am feeling lucky option provided by the AI lets you choose from a number of fun variations on tone and style for the email content that you have drafted. And then just like this similar help me write feature, yep, which will also come to Docs and Google Notes. Uh, now this would let you change the tone of your content, summarize your sections, add bullets, elaborate or shorten your text, uh, receive a different generated draft if you didn't like the first one, right? Like you retry and there are also more features on this. You can also provide your own instructions on how you want your content refined through a custom option. And Google has set October the 4th as the date for its annual 
fall hardware event where the company is likely to introduce the next Pixel phone and its latest watch. Yesterday, I let you know also on this show that for Apple, theirs is on September 12th. Yes, the 12th of September. That's where they're going to be unveiling the iPhone 15, bro. Okay. One very important information for you today. Whatever happens, whenever it happens, I really don't care. You you don't need to also tell yourself this will pass. Tell yourself also, I love my life. This is Tony's Tech Side. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.